right, we are live on Facebook. What a day it's going to be. i uh, got a great message and a lot of information for you today. So as we get started and start every day of our presentation, we send out our heartfelt prayers for everybody that is affected by COVID. This virus going on around the world. We pray especially for those who have lost loved ones and the loved ones who have been lost. May the Lord open his arms and take him into his presence in heaven above. So with that being said, I have an important message today. I, I, want, I want to share some information. You know, we talk about this financial mastery, which is coaching, which is what I'm focusing on. And, and there are several elements to this coaching. You know, one is your personal growth because you have to grow every day in order to change and, and to be able to grow your wealth. If you just simply pile up money and it piles up and piles up, eventually it's gonna to get to a point where your perception of what you have is gonna be out of proportion because you have not grown your thinking. You know, the, the average person over a lifetime making 100,000 a year is gonna see seven to $10 million pass through their fingers over their working lifetime and end up with a few hundred thousand dollars on average. So it is scary at the least. But, but where does this thinking that we have now come from? We have to go back and, and look at the atmosphere that we live in, the atmosphere that is created by politicians, by government and, and, and by the people around us. So it, it's like a fish, you know, a fish does not know that they live in water. If you get the meaning to that, you know, and, and so we are in this air, this atmosphere right now, you know, there are videos there, this, this electronic, uh, Facebook, everything, Th this stuff is surrounding us. You are swimming in electronics, in, in microwaves and air and all the things going on around us. And, and we don't even know it's there. You know, it, it's just like the camera and, and everything that is hooked up right now that, that I'm operating with to create this live presentation. Uh, and, and so if we look at, at history a little bit, and, and I want to go back to the late 60s, some of the smartest people on the planet, the smartest people on the planet, have misled us and led us astray that has literally cost us billions and trillions of dollars of wealth in all societies around the world. What am I talking about? You know, we're talking about financial mastery coaching, uh, prosperity thinking versus poverty thinking, prosperity economics, the difference between financial planning, the typical stuff that's going on around us and true traditional planning. You know, here, here's a comment, family financial, family financing is much more than just a financial strategy. It's also a philosophy, a mindset, and a set of traditions that can pass on a family's generational wisdom, not simply dollars. Kim Butler, book called Perpetual Wealth. And, and when we think of things, 
what does that thinking do? Where does our thinking come from? Number one, I don't believe very many people actually practice thinking as you would physical exercise. But you have to, you have to exercise the thinking of the mind in order for the creativity that is inside all of us to show up and help us to, to understand things around us and go on. So, so here's the story that I want to share today. In 1968, a group was created and they called their group the Club of Rome. Now you can Google all of this information. It's all available on the internet. It's all true. It's factual. The Club of Rome was supposed to be a group of the so-called smartest people on the planet. One of those members was a guy named Stephen Hawkins. You know, in the last several years, we've heard about him. A couple years ago, he passed away, but, but he, he was a paraplegic, was in a wheelchair. He couldn't move, couldn't talk. So his mind was actually connected to his computer and he could think thoughts and make it show up as words. This guy was a smart guy, I agree. So they got together and, and they're, they're still there today, the Club of Rome, and, and their mission was to look at all the resources that were available in the world and how they were being used and to make some kind of a prediction or a projection into the future on what was going to transpire under what was happening at that time. And one of their very first predictions that they made was that the world was going to be out of and run out of crude oil by 1993. Now, when I learned about this, I had already read a book called The Great Reckoning of 1993 by a guy named Thurman and another guy named Reese Mogg, who were economists that wrote this book uh, about the collapse of the world. In other words, what was going to be the catastrophic result if we literally ran out of crude oil? Now we know today, guess what? That never happened. I, I, you know, I read another book by a guy named Paul Zane Pilzer, who I had actually met back in the late 80s, early 90s at a conference I was at. And, and, and he, at that time he was worth a half a billion dollars. And, and, and he wrote a book called Unlimited Wealth, God Wants You to Be Rich. And in that book, he talked about his economic theory from college, because he's an economist, of economic alchemy. And in economic alchemy, the theory was that there are no resources that we would actually run out of. All resources came from the six inches between somebody's ears. So now let's go back to the Club of Rome, and we'll talk more about unlimited wealth in the next several days you know, to bring some perspective to what I'm talking about. And, and because this Club of Rome predicted the world was going to run out of oil, you know, a story is, is there was a guy in South America named Perez who was a world oil broker. He knew a group of men in Texas called the, Te and they worked with a group called the Texas Railroad Commission. Google it, it's still there. And what they did is they monitored the production and delivery of oil and gas and minerals in the U.S. So this Perez guy knew these Arabs because it was believed at that time that 85% of all the crude oil in the world 
was under the sands of Saudi Arabia. So he told these Arabian guys, look, if you did and could do what these guys in America do, this Texas Railroad Commission, they sort of control the production of all these minerals and oil and all this stuff. Just imagine what you could do if you did that. Now here's a piece of the story. In 1969, oil, crude oil by the barrel was a dollar twenty-three cents a barrel. OPEC was formed in 1969, and they took control of the production of oil in their world, their part of the world. And three years later, three years later. Oil by the barrel was $12 a barrel. So it went from $1.23, three years later was $12. That was a thousand percent increase. There was a movie back at that time that I remember. The title of the movie was called Rollover with Chris Christopherson and Jane Fonda. I'm not a fan of Jane Fonda, don't get me wrong, but this movie was about this, what was going on. And what happened in 1971, late that year, Nixon was forced to remove us from the gold standard. And by removing our money from the gold standard, it became the beginning of what today is a nightmare because it gave the banking industry and the Federal Reserve, and if you want to read a great book called The Creature of Jekyll Island, it's about the story of how the Federal Reserve got created, the banking cartel as I refer to them, uh, how they got created because it was a bunch of rich people from around the world got together in 1913 off the coast of Georgia on Jekyll Island which is a resort in that area and they didn't want anybody to know this meeting was happening so they went there in clandestine uh, costumes they dressed up one as a bum or whatever they didn't want the world to know that they were having this meeting because there was a similar thing like this that went on back in like the 1840s and Andrew Jackson the president of that time he quashed it he, he stopped it because they wanted to form this banking cartel this this controlling factor of all the banking which pulls all the banking together in my new book, The Family Money Farm, The CFO Project, I write about the Rothschilds. Now, the Rothschilds are a unique clandestine group today, uh, and there is a lot of conspiracy theories about them. I found a lot of information. On one side, they're believed to be worth $50 million or $50 trillion, and on the other side, they're believed to be kind of broke. I don't know which one you want to believe, how that would happen, but the Rothschilds were the, the parents of banking. All the way back in the 1700s, and they all of the relatives were heads of banks all over Europe, and, and, and they're still there today. But their wealth is well hidden, maybe, conspiracy theory. But the point of this story is that we tend to listen to people that are uh, headlined as being smart people. Just because somebody is book learned smart doesn't make them smart. Just because somebody has been a politician for 40 plus years doesn't make them the great person to be the president of the country next. That's all I'm going to say about that. But that opened the door to what I refer to as Pandora's box and fractional banking.
And we've been talking about that, fractional banking. You put a dollar in the bank and they actually can create an average of seven more dollars out of the dollar you put into the bank. That is pure inflation. And how do you and I as consumers slow down this trend of the future? Well, it's by becoming your own banker. It's by taking control of the banking concept in your life. The mission here is to get 10% of America into their personal banking situation and take over banking equation in their life. At 10%, there would be a statement that it would be heard around the world. That's how important this is. Because in being your own personal banker and taking over the banking equation, the way we teach it, it is anti-inflation. It stops the bank from fractional banking and creating money. We're going to talk about this more tomorrow. I'm going to end it there today. We have a little bit of, of meat today. We're going to continue this. Don't forget, next Tuesday at 9, 10 a.m., I will be on the WBBP WMBA radio station for my monthly radio show, and I will be broadcasting live from that radio show. And we're going to continue this story into tomorrow, which is Friday, uh, about this story of, of how politicians and so-called smart people have screwed us up. They have cost us trillions of dollars by listening to people that <laughs> turned out they didn't know their but from a hole in the ground. So we'll say that. Anyway, get my book, The Family Money Farm, The CFO Project. Get it at Barnes and Nobles, Amazon. You can message me here and we'll do it here. I'll send you an autographed copy. It's $20 plus tax and shipping. We can do it with PayPal and a credit card and I'll get a book to you. Make a difference in your life. You can also go to cfo-project.com which is another website where you go there, put your name and email address in, and you'll get a free download. You'll get an email with a link in it to take you to a PDF and be able to download my book cover to cover onto your computer or onto your cell phone. You can read it there. Only over there, I'm going to recommend that you start investing in yourself. There are four more books there in a one-hour video. Live your life insurance. Life insurance will pay when I die. Jumpstart Your Financial Freedom, and The Infinite Banking Concept by R. Nelson Nash. And a one-hour video called The Secret of Wealth Creation. And those four books in that one-hour video will totally reshape your thinking with facts and truth and examples that you need to be aware of in order to have the financial success that is yours to have. I believe in you. I believe you can do this. You can make a definitive difference in your future and the future of your next generation and your grandchildren and beyond by learning about this information. God bless. I'll see you tomorrow at noon right here again. Bye-bye.